Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is Wednesday, November 25th, 2020, and welcome to episode number 916 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network, right here, of course, of, of, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment. Of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, who is, of course, King and W.O. Duarte Smith and the Iceman, Jared Giralo, will be, of course, our... our our, our friends here at 411mania.com <clears throat> here this evening. Well, ladies and gentlemen, of course, coming in here to bring us tonight's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays this evening. He is a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is also a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. Plus, also, he is a... <clears throat> Plus, he is also part of the team that brings you WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Excuse me. He is, of course, the one and the only, the human suplex machine, John Gross. And, John, we do welcome you, sir, to episode 916 of Revolution here. Thank you for being here with us here tonight. We hope to have more, several more folks come in here, of course, here this evening. Now, if you wish to chime in, ladies and gentlemen, and leave your thoughts and opinions on everything that we discuss here this evening. Please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything right here. <clears throat> and, and, of course, uh, leave your thoughts and opinions on anything and everything we plan on talking about here. 
in addition to, of course, um, as well as our news and views of history and birthdays, we will be, of course, talking about the 80 results that we do have coming in during this broadcast as far as tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite, as well as, of course, uh, NXT. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we plan on talking about the remaining three matches that took place, of course, this past Sunday at Survivor Series, which, of course, will be, which is, of course, the dual brand battle royal, as well as both of the uh, the men's and the women's Survivor Series uh, matchups as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, without wasting any time, it is now 9, 18 p.m. here, of course, right here on, uh, like I said, episode number <clears throat> 916 of Revolution. Let's go ahead and get you here, of course, started here with, uh, <clears throat> um, right here, of course, to 411mania.com. We do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com <clears throat> for reading their stories on all of our shows here, of course, including in addition to uh, Revolution, of course, uh, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as, of course, uh, <clears throat> um, outside, outside the Ropes, also, of course, Power Hour and WCWS this morning. Uh, our here is of course some of the stories here that we that we have that we are bringing here to you here uh, here this evening. First off, here our first story. Speaking of NXT, Jeremy Thomas of course posted this story as um, with some uh, WWE news here as Triple H announces the NXT Takeover War Games theme as well as WWE stock being slightly down. Triple H has announced that the theme song for NXT TakeOver War Games, the game posted to Twitter to announce on Wednesday that the December 6th show's theme song will be Hydrochloride by Ghostman. And he, of course, posted it on his Twitter account if you want to check that out. Plus, also, WWE stock closed at $41.97 on Wednesday, down six cents or 0.14 percent from the previous closing price. The market as a whole was down 0.58 percent on day. Uh, speaking of NXT, Jeremy Thomas has the story as WWE brings back another producer for NXT. Another producer is back on the job for WWE and is working to tonight's NXT. PW Insider reports that Dave Finley returned to work for tonight's NXT taping, working as a producer. The news also comes after Shane Helms was reported earlier today as returned to his producer role as far as Monday Night Raw is concerned. Finley and Helms were both among those furloughed by the company in April as one of their cost-saving measures regarding the pandemic. Finley reported, reportedly returned to work sometime in the last week or so. So, so, so two former, like I said, uh, superstars turned producers have have returned here this recently. So, so it's glad to see, of course, getting the getting the experience back here. As far as, of course, uh, as far as, of course, uh, um, of course. As far as the, as, as producers' roles and everything of that nature is concerned, 
Jeremy Thomas also posted this story here tonight as Tony Khan was interviewed on comparisons between Marvel and AEW's approaches and also his favorite MCU film. Tony Khan sees a similarity in how AEW and Marvel approach their business model, as he noted in a new interview. Khan spoke with 411 alumnus Sean Lelos for CBR, who asked him how Marvel's updating of its stories for a new generation in the MCU is similar to that of AEW. Here are some highlights. On the success of the MCU, Tony Khan says, Marvel's been around for years. I should say reemerged because Marvel's brand and their comics, obviously, but the films and TV shows have become more, some of the most powerful, some of the most valuable content, and much more valuable and much more interest around these properties than, than there was 15, 15 years ago. On his love of, of the character Iron Man, Tony Khan says, Iron Man is still my favorite Marvel movie. I just think it's a great movie. I don't think it's just a great comic book movie. It's a great movie about ingenuity. That's definitely my father's favorite of the Marvel movies. My dad and I saw that, and my dad's the smartest person I've ever known. <clears throat> and he really liked that movie, and so I know that there was something to it. If that makes sense, it wasn't just fluff. On how AEW's approach is similar to that of Marvel's, Tony Khan says, one of the great things Marvel does is they really care about what their audience wants, and they go out of their way to hear their fans. And I think that's what I think that's what I try to do with AEW, and we all have made our made our mission with AEW is to give a wrestling show that was giving the fans what they were missing in wrestling. I think we've carved out a great space for ourselves, similar to that of Marvel. Obviously, I I love to have the kind of mainstream success they've had but within the world of wrestling. We've been extremely successful. He has continued. And in the mainstream, we are very successful. I mean, we got a top TV show. Since the news has dominated really the last eight-plus months, we've always consistently been the top five non-news shows, often number one or number two, and that is, that is great mainstream success. I like to get even bigger, and Marvel's a great company to try and aspire to be like. It's a great company to try and also try to aspire to be like them. Khan ended by saying, I would act, absolutely take that comparison all day. So we'll definitely have to wait and see uh, how that, of course, comes around there, folks. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, here. Let's see here, folks. Give me just a second here. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, I must have probably did not notice this right here. Jeremy Thomas also posted a story as AAA officially sets date for Triple Mania 8 to see. Yes, Triple Mania 18. It is official. AAA will hold Triple Mania 18 next month. AAA President Marcella, Mar Marcella Pena posted the the social media on Wednesday to announce that the show will take place on December 12th at the Arena Ciudad de Mexico with more details to be revealed during a press conference on November the 30th. Already announced for the show are the following matches. The AAA Mega Championship match. Uh, Kenny Omega will take on Laredo Kid at the event. Also a hair versus hair match, which is be Chessman versus Pagano. And Arachno... Uh, 
um, with kind of, kind of looks like Spider-Man and Leanda Americana looks like Captain America versus Terra Terror or Papira who looks like Thanos and Venonoid who looks like Venom and she and she's also of course posted this in, in on her Twitter account of course uh, as well she has posted this in Spanish so I will try not I'll try I will I will with all respect I will not try to make any attempt to read that in this. Um, I don't want to really kind of mess up anything that she's got. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story as well as the wrestler known as Frightmare out of the Synergy Pro Wrestling Show after testing positive for the virus. Frightmare will not be able to compete at Synergy Pro Wrestling Show this Friday after testing positive for the virus. SPW announced on Wednesday that the indie star who was set to take on Whisper at the event has been pulled due to the positive test. A new opponent for Whisper will be revealed later today. Primer also posted the gift fans an update, of course, you can say right here, which he pretty much says on his uh, Twitter account, which is at Frightmare Lucha. He says, thank you, everyone, for the well wishes. I will be back ASAP. So we will definitely be looking out for but looking out for, of course, uh, Frightmare to come, come out here very, very soon. Uh, we got three more stories here to bring in here, ladies and gentlemen. Jeffrey Harris has this story here. As apparently we have some spoiler notes from this week's edition of WWE Main Event. A Thunderdome virtual audience member on Twitter has leaked some spoilers for this week's edition of WWE Main Event, which will be available, of course, on uh, tomorrow, of course, on Thanksgiving Day on Hulu. The Thunderdome viewers saw the new main event episode ahead of this week's live Raw broadcast on the USA Network. According to the spoilers, Retribution appears for a missed TV segment. The gobbledygooker makes an appearance also during the segment. Later in the show, Jeff Hardy faces Ricochet. Elias performs on the entrance stage for the entire match while Hardy vs. Ricochet is taking place. So it appears that the Hardy vs. Elias feud is continuing. As well, and also, ladies and gentlemen, the new episode of Man Event will be released, of course, tomorrow on the Hulu service. So, if you have Hulu, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be able to, of course, uh, to, to watch it here. Uh, Somebody just now mentioned here, ladies and gentlemen, Joseph Lee brings us this story as Shane Helms returns to a producer role in the WWE. PW Insider reports that Shane Helms has returned to his role as producer for WWE as he was backstage at Survivor Series and worked at this past Monday's Raw. Helms was furloughed by the WWE in April. In between that and his return, he made a cameo as the Hurricane for AEW during their Full Gear pay-per-view. And one final story to bring you here, ladies and gentlemen. Joseph Lee posted this, posted this story as longtime Impact Wrestling executive Bob Ryder has sadly passed away. Uh, well, PW Insider reports that longtime Impact Wrestling executive Bob Ryder sadly passed away today. F4WOnline.com's Dave Meltzer added that he was found dead by Nashville police and had suffered a fall yesterday, although it's unknown if that was related. Ryder had been fighting cancer for years much longer than the three to six month prognosis he was given. At one point, he was in remission. 
but it came back and he had been doing advanced chemotherapy while still working for Impact. He had been regularly in contact as recently as last night. However, when they went to his home today, he never answered to the call police for a wellness check. Impact is expected to release a statement soon. Dave Meltzer posted this on Twitter today as he says, Bob Ryder sadly was found dead at his home in Nashville by police today. We don't know more, but he had fallen yesterday and was on advanced chemo. Impact officials couldn't get in touch with him and went to his home and he never answered. Police were called and sadly found him dead. Ryder served as the head of Prodigy Wrestling and then later founded OneWrestling.com with Joey Styles. He broke news stories such as Bret Hart leaving WWF for WCW. He also hosted the first online WWF chat for WrestleMania 11 with Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash. He went to ECW and WCW events, paying for the ECW arena to have a specific phone line installed so he could cover their events for Prodigy chat rooms. He also bought the domain for ECWWrestling.com when Paul Hammond wasn't able to do so at the time. He was eventually hired by WCW to work on their website and host WCW Live with Jeremy Borash online, both before and after Nitro and Thunder. WCW Live was the final WCW-related content to air in any format as it followed the final Nitro in March of 2001. Ryder didn't want a monopoly in pro wrestling after ECW and WCW closed, so he spoke with Jeff and Jerry Jarrett, which led to the creation of TNA in June 2002. Ryder was the first and long, longest-serving employee, handling everything from contract negotiations, timing shows, travel, and more. Of course, 411 Mania, as well as, of course, right here in the WCWS Radio Network. We'd like to give our condolences to the family, friends, and fans of Mr. Ryder. Uh, we don't know how we don't know how old he was. We don't have an age, unfortunately. But sadly, like I said, like we said, longtime Impact Wrestling executive Bob Ryder has, in fact, passed away. So our thoughts and prayers go out to his friends, family, and many fans here, of course, here tonight. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, with your wrestling uh, news and views here for this evening. <clears throat> we do thank 411 Media for once again allowing us to read their stories. And we also, of course, I said, filling in this evening for King Ice, which is our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, who is, of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Girolamo. <clears throat> Of course, they bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in, in, and of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, they cannot be that old-fashioned combination, nor would we ever try, we would ever try to do, we have never tried to do so in the past five years. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I see that we, that we still have just myself and John here with us. So uh, John, us and me and John are the only two still remaining here this time, and we'll hopefully get some more folks on here in just the next few minutes. In the meantime, let's go ahead and bring you today's wrestling history, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for today, November the 25th. On this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 1985 in New York City, the fabulous Moolah defeated Wendy Richter to win the WWF Women's title. There was much controversy surrounding the title change, Wendy Richter was riding a huge wave of momentum as part of the Rocket Wrestling Connection. Built as 150 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal, Richter may have argu arguably been the second biggest star in WWF 
behind the current, at the time, WWF champion Hulk Hogan. Unfortunately for Richter, that success didn't come with a bigger paycheck. In fact, she was criminally underpaid. According to Wendy, she was guaranteed a $25 per house show, and factoring in the gate, she was looking at about $500 on this night. Wendy tried to negotiate the new deal, but was often shot down. Just two weeks before the event, Richter was offered a new deal, but did not accept saying that she wanted her attorney to look at it first. The plans were set in motion to separate the title from Richter. With the dispute ongoing, Richter was due to defend the title against the masked spider lady. Richter knew something was amiss when Moolah showed up. It was not like Moolah to be in an event she wasn't scheduled to be a part of. The bout ended abruptly with Moolah winning via a small package. After the match, Wendy snapped and attacked Moolah. The referee did acknowledge the pinfall. Uh, Richter, at the age of 24, left the arena and the WWF never to return until the 2010 Hall of Fame. The win made Moolah, at the age of 62 years old, the oldest champion in the history of the WWF slash WWE. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, let me see. Yes, in 1992, uh, the WWF presented Survivor Series from the Richfield Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio. 17,500 were in attendance with 250,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's down from 300,000 homes the previous year. There was only one elimination match on the card. To say the Road to Survivor Series was crazy would be an understatement. Of course, here are 20 the 20 things that happened before the Road to Survivor Series. Number one, Ric Flair won the title in September, and he would lose it to Bret Hart after suffering an ear injury. Number two, Shawn Michaels captures his first singles title, the IC title, over the British Bulldog. Number four, who was also fired from WWF after being busted for receiving HGH shipments from England. Bulldog would return to the WWF at, in the summer of 1994. Number five, the Natural Disasters dropped the tag team titles to Money Inc. Number six, the Nasty Boys turned babyface. Number seven, a Nails and Undertaker feud begins but never gets off the ground. Number eight, Legion of Doom leave the WWF until they return in 1997. Number nine, the Ultimate Maniacs form. The number, uh, let's see, number nine, um, Let's see, okay, I, I'm sorry. This is a, this is a completion of the number nine right here. The Ultimate Maniacs form and ten. They break up when Warrior is fired from the WWF two two weeks before Survivor Series, despite being on the promo poster and in the main event with Savage and receiving an HGH shipment. Got Warrior Warrior fired for the second time in these many years. Number eleven setting up a face turn for Mr. Perfect, who had been a heel. Since his arrival in the WWF in 1988, that changes the main event for the Survivor Series. Number 12, Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth get divorced. Number 13, Papa Shango and Bret Hart briefly feud. Number 14, Yokozuna debuts. Number 15, Doink also debuts. Number 16, uh, the wrestler, that every time I mentioned his name, JD plays the theme song. Um, I'll go ahead and say it since he's not here. The Mountie leaves the WWF, but only for a few months. Number 17, the Bushwhackers were originally a part of the show. But they were booted from the card altogether. Number 18, the Sherry Shawn Michaels partnership dissolves. Number 19, Marty Jannetty returns only to be released as soon as the 1993 Royal Rumble event. And number 20, Bob Backlund returns to the WWF for the first time since 1984. 
and the mess of a card features the first ever Bret Hart Shawn Michaels match on pay per view. In a dark match, Crush defeated the Brooklyn Brawler. The Head Shrinkers defeated High Energy, who was Owen Hart and Coco Beware. Uh, John may have misspoke last night. He says about Owen's 93 appearance at the Survivor Series, but this is Owen Hart's first Survivor Series appearance since 1988. The Big Boss Man defeated Nails in a night stick on a pole match. This is the last pay-per-view for Nails and the last Survivor Series appearance of the Big Boss Man until 1998. Tatanka defeated Rick Martel. Randy Savage and Mr. Perfect defeated Razor Ramon and Rick Flair by DQ. This is Mr. Perfect's first pay-per-view match since SummerSlam 91, and his first Survivor Series match since 1990. This is Ray Flair's last Survivor Series match until 2005, and his last Survivor Series appearance until 2002. Also, Yokozuna defeats Virgil. The Nasty Boys and the Natural Disasters defeat Money Inc. and the Beverly Brothers in a tag team Survivor Series match, with the Nasty Boys being the sole survivors. This is Ted DiBiase's last Survivor Series match and his last appearance until 1994. The Undertaker defeated, defeats Kamala in a casket match. The match was won by pinfall, and, and after the Undertaker put Kamala inside the casket, the majority of the casket matches would not be used by pinfall anymore, and this is the first ever televised ca ca casket match in WWF slash WWE history. Bret Hart defeated Shawn Michaels by submission to retain the WWF title. Michael's Intercontinental title was not at stake in the match. This is the first one-on-one -on -one pay per view encounter between the two, but they was fighting again at another pay per view course at WrestleMania 12 on March 31st, 1996. Uh, let's see, on this date in 1999, a food fight took also on this date here in, give me just a second here, please. In 2002, Shawn Michaels wrestled his first Raw match since December 29, 1997, as he bows RVD for the World Heavyweight title. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 2005, on SmackDown in Sheffield, England, Juventude defeats Nunzio to capture the WWE Cruiserweight title. On this date here, ladies and gentlemen, 2019, on Raw, Rey Mysterio defeats AJ Styles to, cap the, to win the WWE United States title. Also, of course, on this day here in, in 2015, Brad Maddox was fired from WWE when he used the line, cocky pricks in a promo. Today would have been, ladies and gentlemen, the 74th birthday of Johnny Valiant. He matched some of the greats, managing Hulk Hogan in the early 1980s. Also managing Gray Valentine and Bruce Beefcake to the tag team titles in 1985. And also managed Dino Bravo in 86 and 87. He would leave the WWF at the 87 Survivor Series. He had a cameo appearance in the 2008 film The Wrestler. He is, he, he is a member of the uh, WWF uh, Hall of Fame class of 1996. He passed away on April 4th, 2018, 50 years to the day that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was gunned down. Also, happy 40th birthday to Josh Matthews. And today would have also been the 74th birthday of Hall of Famer Black Jack Mulligan, who is, of course, the father of uh, another Hall of Famer, uh, 
uh, a member, of course, of the Four Horsemen, uh, Barry Wyndham. And here is, of course, his, here is, of course, pop culture, history, and birthdays for today. 1867, the U.S. Congress looks into the impeachment of Andrew Johnson. 1920, on this date, the first Thanksgiving parade occurs in Philadelphia. And also on that same day, WTAW broadcasts its first football play-by-play. I'll say in 1949, uh, two things takes place. First off, the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer appears on music charts, and Ted Williams wins American League MVP. On this date in 1963, uh, John John F. Kennedy is laid to rest at Arlington National Cemetery just three days after being fatally assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald. On this date in 1969, John Lennon returns to protest against UK support of the Vietnam War. On this date in 1976, O.J. Simpson, before his infamous car speed chase in 1994 and his not guilty victory in 1995, gains 273 yards for the, for the game between Buffalo and Detroit. I'll say 1979, Pat Summerall and John Madden begin a pairing broadcast for the first time as they broadcast a game together, a pairing that lasts until 2001. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry about that. On this day in 1980, Sugar Ray Leonard regains the WBC welterweight boxing crown when Roberto Duran quits in the eighth round of infamous No Moss fight at the Superdome in New Orleans. I'll say in 1982, the Minneapolis Thanksgiving Day fire destroys an entire city block. I'll say in 1985, Ozzie Gullion is named American League Rookie of the Year. 1986, Jose Canseco is named wins American League Rookie of the Year honors. 1988, singer Chuck Berry pays a $250 fine to resolve New York City assault charges. Today would have been, of course, the 60th birthday of John F. Kennedy Jr. He was, of course, the son of, of, J, of, 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 J, of, of course, John F. Kennedy, who was buried at Arlington National Cemetery in 1963. He was known for his rendered final salute during the funeral procession on his third birthday, of course, that was for his father. After his uncle Rob, no, this was after his uncle, uncle Robert was assassinated in 1968. Jackie took Caroline and John out of the United States. 1971, they returned to the United States. He began his career in 1984 and did a little bit of acting on August 4th, 1985. On July 16th, 1999, him, his wife Caroline, and her sister died in a plane crash. Their bodies were discovered five days later. John and Caroline have been married since September of 1996. Today, today also would have been the 106th birthday of New York Yankees legend Joe DiMaggio. He is known for his 56-game hitting streak, a streak that began from May through July of 1941. He retired at the age of 37 in December 1951. DiMaggio was also known for marrying Marilyn Monroe in 1954, but they divorced. In 1961, they reunited for a second time, and when the two were set to, set to remarry, sadly, Monroe passed away on August 5, 1962. DiMaggio would continue to make appearances in baseball from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. On October 12, 1998, he underwent lung surgery and remained there for 99 days. 
Until returning home in January 1999, he died two months later, just one day after John's eighth birthday. His son would follow him, of course, that August. Uh, the movies Aladdin and the Bodyguard were released on his date in 1992, and the Disney movie A Bug's Life was released in 1998 on his date. John says that's all he's got for the history and birthdays here, of course, here for uh, today. So, John, we thank you very much, there, sir, for providing today's history, uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. <clears throat> and also, once again, we thank 411 Mania for providing us with uh, the uh, with the latest wrestling uh, news and views here for tonight. <clears throat> okay, one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller caller ID of course one three eight zero five five pound. Uh, episode nine hundred sixteen of WCWS Revolution. It is of course Wednesday, November twenty fifth, two thousand and twenty. It is 9.46 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, as well as, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, here with you. I do see we do have someone get, coming in on the line right now. And he is, of course, a member of our uh, – he's, he's, of course, talking to us via our Talk Shoes video service. He is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, let's run down the list. He is a multiple-time title holder in the WCWS Trivia Championship Series. He is also, of course – He's also, of course, part of the broadcast team of WCWS uh, Sports Machine every Friday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. He is also, of course, the general manager of WCWS Fan Empire, of course, on Facebook. And also, ladies and gentlemen, he is known as the man with the golden voice, and he has proven that on many, many occasions here. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and welcome welcome in to episode 916 of Revolution. He is, of course, the soul man. No, we're not talking about James Brown, but he could pass for him here, possibly here sometime down the road. Uh, the Soul Man, uh, Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, we welcome you, sir, to episode number 916, of course, of Revolution. Good to have you with you with us here tonight. Thank you very much. <laughs> not bad Elvis impression. I like that, too. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Justin, um, uh, let's see here. Uh, while we had just got through taking care of some news and some history and birthdays, I know that on, on numerous occasions that you do have some extra uh, history and birthdays that you that you normally have uh, to bring to our attention. So, Justin, what we're going to do here is um, I'm actually going to let you give, give an opportunity here, let you go ahead and get that taken care of here right now. As to I have to step away for just one tiny little second. And so I will be back here, of course, here momentarily here. And ladies and gentlemen, the, the soul man, Justin Lewis Plumbing, is going to bring us some additional uh, history and birthdays here, of course, here tonight. And, of course, you can always check out, by the way, I'm going to give you this quick plug right fast. You can always check out uh, Justin's daily post of, 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 of all of our, of, of more of our wrestling history and birthdays on the page that he, of course, oversees as general manager, WCWS Fan Empire, by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS appreciation. Be sure to check out, of course, there with all of Justin's work here. Tremendous, of course, uh, job here indeed. Of course, uh, also, of course, uh, uh, in addition, of course, to John bringing us here as well, 
Justin also does a tremendous job here, of course, here as well. And uh, and John also does say rest in peace to Diego uh, Maradona. Okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much there, John, for that update there as well. Justin, you go ahead and bring us, bring us what you got in terms of any additional wrestling history and birthdays that I may not have mentioned or John may not have mentioned. I will be back here in just a couple of quick moments. I will be right back. So, ladies and gentlemen, please listen to Justin. I'll be back momentarily with more 916 of Revolution. Go ahead, Justin. Okay, um, here's some wrestling, some wrestling history and birthdays. Um, 30 years ago today, oh, XR Jim Dungan defeated jobber Brian Costello on Wrestling Challenge. Uh, 30 years ago today, um, Power and Glory, um, Power and Glory, Hercules and Paul Roma defeated two jobbers, Jim Evans and George Anderson on All-American Wrestling on the USA Network. Uh, 30 years ago today, uh, let's see. 30 years ago today, Juicer, God rest his soul, defeated George South on NWA WCW main event on TBS. And uh, let's see. 20 years ago today, the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff, defeated Unaki and S.A. Rios. On WWE, WWF, WWE, Jack Metal. And uh, 20 years ago today, Chili Willie defeated DeVito on ECW Hardcore TV. And 10 years ago today, 10 years ago today, um, Mark Henry defeated the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, on WWE Superstars. And birthdays, um, today would have been the 15th birthday of Connor, of Connor Michelic. He was known, um, he was a WWE Hall of Famer. And um, Make-A-Wish, I think he was a make, he was a Make-A-Wish. He was a WWE fan, and he was a Make-A-Wish. He's part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. He received and he received the WWE Hall of Fame Humanitarian Award, I believe. And today is the tenth anniversary of of um. Today is the tenth anniversary of the tragic death of Japanese. Yeah, Jack. He's today's the tenth anniversary of the death of a tragic death of um Japanese. Wrestler, a uh, Korean, Japanese-born Korean professional wrestler, manager, and promoter, best known for his time in New Japan wrestling, Kantaro, Kantaro, Oshino. He's known for his time in New Japan pro wrestling as a wrestler. He was half of the Yahama Brothers team, along with Kotisu Yamamoto. As a manager, he led. He led. Co-led the heel stable Makai, the McClacken, the Makai Club with Tado Yoshida. Today is um today would have been the 
78th birthday of WWE Hall of Famer Blackjack Mulligan. Wait, hold on. Blackjack Mulligan. Let me set this. Check this out. Yeah, today would have been the set this um the 68th birthday of Blackjack Mulligan. WWE Hall of Famer. He was a American professional wrestler, author, and basketball um, um, football player, American football player. And today is, today would have been, let's see, another, today would have been, Johnny, let's see. Today would have been the 1946. 46. It would have been the 74th birthday of Johnny WWE Hall of Famer Johnny Valiant. He competed. He competed in the um, WWE when it was called the World Riot Wrestling Federation WWWF, which became the World Wrestling Federation during his time with the promotion. The World Tag Team Championship, the World Tag Team Champion, the WWE. He won the World Tag Team Championship two times, the first run, which lasted over a year, which was his first and famous, most famous storyline brother, Jimmy Valiant, over Tony Gurria and Don Dean Ho on May 8, 1974. His second title run with, was with his second storyline brother, Jerry Valiant, over Tony Gurria and Larry Sabisco Larry on March 6, 1979. Today is the 40th birthday of of Josh Matthews, former former W. He was a former Josh Matthews. He was a former he was a former WWE former WWE. He was a former WWE play-by-play -play commentator and former professional wrestler, and he's current right now currently um, currently signed to Impact Wrestling. And today is the thirtieth birthday, thirtieth birthday of Raul Mendoza. Raul Mendoza, um, Mexican wrestler. He's thirty years years old today. Okay. And today would, and I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, Justin, thank you very much, sir. Sir, my apologies for taking a little bit of a long time here. But when they say when nature calls, you got to go ahead and answer the phone. Uh, <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> anyway, but we did just thank you very much here, Justin, here uh, uh, for that. We do definitely appreciate that for keeping us up to date. John just got in another story here, ladies and gentlemen, for those who are, of course, big NASCAR fans like myself. Apparently, a Hendrick Motorsports pit crew member and his wife sadly have have sadly died in an automobile accident. John, do we know who it is? Let me see if we can get an update here. Uh, okay, John is going to be checking on that for us here, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll definitely, we'll definitely do our best to have any updates here um, about that here. In the meantime, here, folks, while we while John gets that up here for us. Let's go ahead and see if we can get any updates at all as far as um, as far as of course uh, tonight's uh, 
tonight's um, AEW and NXT show. So let's start off first with, start off, of course, we're with uh, NXT to see if we have any updates here at all about it. Uh, um, let's see here. Like I said, as always, we'll do our best to try to find out something here for you. Uh, let's see here. Give me just one second here. Um, of course, primarily we did we did find out here, of course. Uh, um, okay, we might have a little something here. Okay, uh, John did report that the, the pit crew member from Hendrick Motorsports was Rowdy Harrell and his wife, Blakely. Oh, Lord, no. Oh, no. The sad part about it is they died on It's very sad. Uh, our thoughts and prayers, ladies and gentlemen, immediately go out to those in from us here in the WWS Radio Network to, to of course, Mr. Harrell and his wife and their respective families and friends. Very, very blow here. They were just married, it seems like. Uh, wow. But, uh, yes. Uh, John, has anybody been named in this accident as to, as to what the cause of the accident was? Apparently, apparently they were they were on a highway in Florida. They were they crashed somewhere on a Florida highway. Okay. Okay, ladies. Okay, okay. We've got uh, we've got uh, we got some updates right here, here, folks, for NXT. Uh, Candice LeRae uh, took on Ember Moon, and I think. It may have been maybe due to, of course, uh, interference from Indy Hartwell, who was in Candice LeRae's corner. Candice LeRae actually won that match, uh, which, of course, it wouldn't surprise me. Timothy Thatcher took on Kushida. Kushida wins that match. Uh, Cameron Grimes took on Jake Atlas. Cameron Grimes wins that match. Uh, Everrise uh, took on somebody. I'm not sure who it was, who it was they took on. But apparently it was deemed a no contest. So I'm not sure what to do with it. And also the War Games Advantage ladder match. Kyle O'Reilly and uh, I think that match may still be going on. Kyle O'Reilly from the Undisputed Era versus Pete Dunne from the Kings of NXT. Uh, um, um Um, apparently, whoever wins that match, uh, their team will have an advantage in the upcoming War Games match. Uh, uh, of course, I also, of course, we can point out here, um, Kevin Owens returned to NXT, of course, for commentary. Uh, uh, let me see here if we can get any updates here. Um uh, let's see. 
That's it. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, Kushida actually wins his match by submission, to my understanding. Uh, of course, uh, they did an interview, of course, of, with about the thing Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. They talk about the match they had last week. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, believe it or not, Kevin Owens brings the Kevin Owens show to NXT, and apparently his guest was Leon Ruff, the current North American champion. Uh, but uh, let's see. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart says that she is actually trying to rebuild her weapon, and is that and of course the question is asked: Will it be ready in time for war games? Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, actually, believe it or not, Rhea Ripley is not going anywhere. She is staying on NXT, from what I'm reading right here. Uh, she's actually focused on trying to get back to NXT women's title. So I guess she wants to do that before she, uh, if she is, plans on leaving at some point. Then maybe she wants to have that one more run at the belt before she does it, I guess. Uh, uh, but, uh, Tony Storm turned on, uh, Ember Moon. Really? She did? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh. She's a heel. So Tony Storm apparently has joined Candice LeRae's side, apparently. Huh. Uh, apparently, no, Everaz was supposed to, uh, uh, um, apparently, uh, they were attacked by the grizzled young veterans, uh, Zach Gibson and James Drake, apparently. Uh, uh let's see here, uh. Okay, let me see if we can. Okay, uh, we don't have uh, last week. Last we heard about the match between Kevin Dunn and Kyle Riley. Um, Kyle delivers a boot. Apparently, he and Dunn trade haymakers and forearms. Then Kyle pops Dunn up for a kick. Dunn flounders out of the ring, throws off the jacket, gets back up, only for Kyle to sweep the legs. Dunn gets up fast, but Kyle is watching him closely. And last I said, NXT went to commercial break, and they have not given any other updates since that time. So hopefully we'll have an update about that coming up here, of course, here. Um, uh, coming up here, of course, here, very, very here soon. Uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's see if we can, let's see if we can get, uh, um, uh, Results for tonight's edition of AEW Dynamite here. Uh, let me see if we have. Uh, okay. Let me 
me see what we have here. Uh, let's see if we can find something here, folks. My apologies. Okay, let me let me see here. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, okay, first off, I can mention that Hangman Adam Page did defeat John Silver. Their match. Uh, actually, believe it or not, Will Hobbs is now calling himself Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, who actually um, um, is actually wearing Taz's gear, apparently. Um, hold on, sorry about that. Defeats a local competitor, and believe it or not, Taz comes out and chokes out Cody Rhodes. Huh. Sorry, sorry, folks. We're just okay. Let me see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Angelico and Jack Evans actually defeat the team of uh, Top Flight. Uh, let's see. And also, uh, let me see here. Um. Um, I don't think we have an official uh, re result here as far, as far as the match with Jericho and Hager versus SCU. We don't have an official update for that as yet. But we did, of course, uh, have the official contract signing between John Moxley and Kenny Omega. Uh, also, Ikaru uh, Shida. Uh, takes on Anna J, the AEW Women's World Title. Uh, uh, Anna J actually lost uh, that match. Uh, Karashita still remains the AEW Women's Champion. Um, Abaddon apparently comes back out, and she actually licks the title belt. That's kind of weird. Um, but, of course, a lot of people saying uh, a lot. Of, let's see. A, a lot a lot of people probably actually did say uh, that Hikarashita um, might just well let her have the belt because of the possibility that she might probably have the virus. Maybe. I don't know. That was, that was some talk there. I don't know. The Butcher and the Blade actually defeat the team of Pac and Ray Phoenix. Uh, but um, that's primarily all that we've got right now at this point as far as any updates about AEW and NXT. If we have any more here, ladies and gentlemen, I will be, of course, uh, I will be, of course, bringing that here to you. Here, it will be, we'll, we'll bring some more updates here coming up here in just a few moments. Let's go give you this one more time. 10.09 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen. On Wednesday, November 25th, 2020, the day before Thanksgiving, episode 916 of WWS Revolution. 
1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND. Mr. WSWUS, Chad Hinshaw, alongside the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, here with you here tonight. Now, gentlemen, while we wait to see if we have anybody else coming in, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get both of y'all's thoughts and opinions on the remaining three matches that we do still have left to talk about from this past uh, Sunday's Survivor uh, Series event. Uh, let's start off with. Uh, let me see if we can get it. Uh, see if we can get that set up here. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Yes. The first mat. The first one we'll talk about. Of course, this one was just added on here right before. Uh, right before, of course. Um, uh, the, right, right before Survivor Series this past weekend. I believe it was added on the Friday, last Friday, I think sometime after SmackDown or something. I'm not sure when it was added. But a a 18-man dual-brand battle royal took place, and it actually lasted for an even 12 minutes. Uh, I can tell you some of the, those who were, did participate. Uh, John Morrison, Kalisto, Rey Mysterio, Humberto Carrillo, Angel Garza, Cedric Alexander, Ricochet, Shelton Benjamin, Murphy, Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler, Apollo Crews, Shinsuke Nakamura, Elias, Jeff Hardy, Chad Gable, and Dominic Mysterio. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the man who would eventually win the dual brand battle royal, which, of course, my personal opinion, I did say this, of course, when it was posted. I did think this man actually kind of cheated to actually win this match. And that was, of course, obviously... The man who defeated Otis not too long ago for the Money in the Bank briefcase. I'm talking about taking a whiz. Y'all know who I'm talking <clears> about. <throat> let's ask. Let's ask John first this question. John, what was your take about the 18-man dual brand battle royal, and of course, the Miz eventually winning it? I mean, this battle royal didn't. I didn't. It just took about an even 12 minutes, which was. Let's see what John has to say about this. John says he believed Dominic was going to get the victory here, but of course, Miz got away with it once again. Too true, John. Too true indeed. Uh, Justin, your thoughts here about this dual brand battle royal that took place to Miz pulling off, uh, sneaking by and getting another one here? All right, last Sunday, last Sunday, um, ten year, last Sunday was the 10th anniversary of when Miz beat um, Cash and Randy Orton to become the WWE champion in, in, ten, in 20 years ago. And 10 years ago now, from last Sunday, he um, cheated to win at, um, at, uh, at, um, when the dual, dual brand. Mm-hmm. Right. It's ter- it was terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. I'm pretty certain he probably remembers all this here too. I'm sure he was probably he was probably reminded about all of it. So I agree with you though, Justin. One hundred percent. I definitely do agree. Our next uh our next match we'll talk about here, guys, is the five on five men's survivor series elimination match. That, of course, took 19 minutes and 25 seconds with Team Raw, 
uh, AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Matt Riddle with almost in his corner, their corner, defeating Team SmackDown, who was, of course, made up of Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, Court Jester Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. Um, John, what was your take here about the men's Survivor Series match from this past Sunday? Let's see here. John says all he can say is that the Rawls men's team dominated, and John thought that uh, Jay with his main street could have outlasted all five of them, but it wasn't meant to be. A dominating performance by Team Raw. And Justin, before I get to you, I'm gonna go ahead and read off here. I got the I got how how it all went down here. Uh, first off, Seth Rollins was eliminated in six minutes and five seconds by Sheamus. Kevin Owens was eliminated by AJ Styles in 12 minutes and 20 seconds. Porchester Corbin was eliminated by Riddle in 13 minutes and five seconds. Otis was eliminated by Braun Strowman in 17 minutes and five seconds. And Jay Uso was eliminated by Keith Lee in 19 minutes and 25 seconds, all by pinfall here, ladies and gentlemen. And like we said, all five members of Team Raw, AJ, uh, AJ Braun, Keith Lee, Riddle, and Sheamus, uh, survived, survived the event. No, no eliminations from Team Raw at all. Uh, Justin, your thoughts about Team Raw dominating Team SmackDown in the men's match? It was okay. Good. But, okay. um, all right, thank you. Now, oh, sure. But, um, I, uh, I, JD called me, um, last, um, week, week, um, over the weekend, and, um, he said that the final farewell Undertaker was, um, was very long, it was okay, but the rest of the matches last Sunday weren't that were terrible. Right. Yeah, that was going to be my next I think you remind me about that, Justin. Um, um, so do, do you concur with what J.D. said about the final farewell of The Undertaker, about how they how they planned that out? Do you, was, was there your thoughts about that? It should have been short, but not but not long. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Th th thank you there. Thank you there, Justin. Uh, John, what was your take about the the final farewell uh, tribute they did for The Undertaker on Sunday? Before we get to the last match here. I meant to bring that up here, too. Which, by the way, I love the song they used in ACDC, Shot in the Dark. That was a great, that's a great song. Um, the album actually came out on the 13th of this month where that song is on. I forgot what the album is called. Um, but um, I may have to try to pull that up. I think it says it's available on Spotify. I may be able to pull it up, and uh, we might use it again sometime. Uh, John says he actually enjoys seeing the old stars like Salvia Vega, the Godwins, Rikishi, the Godfather, and others, especially with like Kane, Triple H, Ric Flair, and also Shawn Michaels. 
Uh, good point of view there, John. Thank you very much. Uh, they said there was a, there was a good crowd there um, honoring the Undertaker, uh, but uh, now, ladies, now guys, let's go ahead and talk about the final, the the, the last match here, which of course is the women's uh, um, Survivor Series match, which lasted 23 minutes and 20 seconds, as Team Raw's uh, team, as the Raw team of Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce. Gets by SmackDown's team of Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, uh, the boy grandma herself, Bailey, and Natalia. And like I said, this was this was an even this was 23 minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, John, your um, John, your your personal your personal thoughts here about this uh, about this match. John says he also had a fun fact about the Undertaker thing. Uh, Savio Vega, Kane, Henry O. Godwin, Rikishi, Triple H, and the Undertaker all wrestled together at the at the Survivor at, in the Survivor Series elimination match in 1995. I, thank you, John, for that. That's a very good point of view. Thank you very much, there indeed. Yes, After, as John said, that was when Kane was known as Isaac Yankum and Rikishi was known as Fatu. That's right. I do. Remember. Now, now that you mentioned that, I, I remember. I do remember that. Thank you very much, there, John. Uh, uh, John did say, of course, about the women's Survivor Series match. He he said pretty much point blank that Lana should not have won that match. Um, now let's go ahead and run down the eliminations for the women here before I get Justin's thoughts here about this. Uh, the way this worked out was like this. Bailey was eliminated by Peyton Royce via pinfall at 9 minutes and 55 seconds. Number two, Peyton Royce was eliminated by Natalia by submission in 11 minutes and 40 seconds. Number three, Natalia was eliminated by Lacey Evans via pinfall at 12.35. Ruby Wright was eliminated by Shayna Baszler in 16 minutes and 50 seconds. Lacey Evans was eliminated by Liv Morgan by pinfall in even 18 minutes. Uh... <clears throat> Liv Morgan was eliminated by Nia Jax via pinfall in 19 minutes and 5 seconds. Uh, Shayna Baszler was eliminated via DQ at 22 minutes and 25 seconds. And believe it or not, Nia Jax and Bianca Belair was, was eliminated via countout at 23 minutes and 20 seconds. The sole survivor was Lana. So that's how that came. That's how that – that's definitely – how I how that, that was, of course came to be. Yes, 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 Justin, your thoughts, please. Yeah, go ahead, please. Let's let's hear your thoughts about that. That was the worst women's war women's survivor series team ever. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Lana, that's why. Why why Vince? Well, see, why Bruce? Why Kevin? Well, right, it's because it's like I said before, like I said, she didn't even ha do perform any wrestling moves at all. It was just because that it was just that it was just because, like I said, that it was uh, what who did who did I who did I say here that Nia and Bianca Belair was 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 was, was outside the ring. They were counted out. So that's how she won it. It was because of that. So I mean. 
And of course, John did talk about more about the Undertaker thing. He's saying that Median was there. And also, he was asking where was Gangrel, where was Farouk, and where was Edgy Christian. It's no telling, John, but I'm pretty certain that uh, I'm pretty certain that, that they weren't probably too far behind there. And John says he was just even surprised that Peyton Royce eliminated Bailey. Of course, John, why would we be surprised if anybody did something to Bailey now, nowadays? <laughs> yeah. Of course, last time, time Bailey got a good whipping and all that was, I think, when Sasha beat, beat her for the belt. So that, ooh, cold as ice. Okay. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, speaking of ice, uh, we just got a message here, and I do happen to notice a little something right here. Yes, indeed. Um, turns out, ladies and gentlemen, we do have someone else now coming in here at 10.22 p.m. here this evening. He is, of course, a three-time WCW U.S. Hall of Famer. He's also part of the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. He is also, of course, a multiple-time uh, title holder in the Trivia Championship Series and also, of course, a man who, uh, who, who of course, like I said, uh, will be, will be uh, not only eating his turkey but holding his turkey. Ha, ha, ha. Tomorrow is <laughs> oh god, that's just terrible. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course now, and Justin didn't really find that funny. He's not laughing. Okay, well, I, I've said a lot of bad jokes. I've said a lot of bad jokes before, so don't worry about it. Ladies and gentlemen, here is now welcome to episode number nine hundred sixteen of WWS Revolution. The man who the reason why, of course, he's late coming in is because, like I said. He was too busy putting on a dress that kind of looks like a Thanksgiving turkey because they might need him for the – never mind. I'm not going to go any more further than that. He is, of course – we all know him, of course, as JD. Uh, but, of course, his, in reality, of course, his name is the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo. Of course, JD, we welcome you, sir, to episode 916 of Revolution. Uh, John just said one other thing. Undertaker, thank you very much for all the memories as a kid watching WWF in 2000 scene. The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, Kane, Mankind, Chris Jericho, and, of course, Kurt Angle. So, indeed, John, I definitely do concur there, indeed. But, J.D., of course, welcome to the program here this evening. Oh, yes! Welcome to my parlor. <laughs> excellent impression, ladies. Excellent impression. No one can pull off a Paul Bear more better than J.D. can. Very good indeed there, J.D., indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, well, J.D., I like had, I said... I um, have some news to report, however. Please, go, ahead. please go ahead. All right, of go course, ahead. as we all know, however, WWE has brought back a couple big-name producers. David Finley was working tonight's show as a producer, and Shane Helms were back stage earlier today, if you will, mm. as they were rehired. Of course, I do have uh, also reports on some other things. Of course, I will mention that I do have your AEW results. Dustin, I'm sure, watched the NXT show. So I have the AEW report ready to go. Okay, please go ahead, because I gave a little bit of it, but we didn't have complete results. So please go ahead. Let's know the official results. Tonight, let's just say the week before Thanksgiving, Oh, what a Thanksgiving it was, Eve. 
We, of course, saw the big surprise. I'm sure everyone saw in NXT tonight, Justin, I'm sure saw it too, with Tony Storm turning heel, apparently, joining up with Candice Gray and her group, however. So, Tony Storm turns into terrible Tony Storm by joining the poison little pixie, however, in her group. Or should I say, the paranoid little princess, or I wouldn't say paranoid princess, the paranoid little pompous pissant that is Candice LeRae in her group. Then, of course, we saw also what happened, of course, with also what happened on NXT, of course, like I said, that, of course, happened after Candice beat Ember Moon, however, mind you, however, with Wicked Stepsister. And it looked like the war goddess was ready to put up a fight, however, and show that she was the almighty back in charge yet again. And it was a good opener. I get it. But again, in the end, however, the creepy little clown, let's just say cocky, arrogant, let's just say conniving Candice LeRae pulled out a cheap win, if you will. Then we see, of course, however, mind you, however, Kushida take on Timothy Thatcher, and Kushida ended up winning against Timothy Thatcher, who Danny knows pretty well, which was surprising. Then, of course, we show what happened last week with the matchup between Rhea Ripley and Ia Shirai. Rhea says she might not like her, but she respects her, so I would not be surprised if we see those two on Team Shotzi Blackheart, possibly, at some point. Then we go to, of course, the very edition of the Kevin Owens show, however. And, of course, uh, like I said, how William Regal in, however, like I said, how there will be a triple threat match between Johnny uh, Gargano, Leon Ruff, and Damian Priest for the North American title at War Games. And I can tell you, that, those three are going to tear it down with those three. It's going to be good. Then, of course, we see Cameron Grimes take on Jake Atlas. Grimes shouts out to the moon, however, and wins with the cave So, apparently, clown boy Cameron Grimes pulls off a win against the somewhat, let's just say, not joking, but rather more like, uh, uh, and not joyful Jake Atlas, if you will, however. He wasn't joking, he wasn't joyful. Let's just say he was, uh, in a jam tonight. No pun intended. Then, of course, we now know War Games is looking like the following. Sotsi, Ember, Io, and Rhea versus the team we mentioned earlier. Then, of course, however, next week, however, we'll see Raquel face Shotzi, however, mind you, what happens there. And then, of course, we go to the main event, Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne to see who would get a match, however, between the kings of NXT, which is uh, Pete Dunne, the Bruiserweight. Only Orkan, Danny Burch, and of course, everyone's favorite little pissant, little pompous, arrogant, little paranoid boy, if you will, Pat McAfee versus Cole, Fish, O'Reilly, Strong, and Adam Cole, baby. Not the clown, if you will, but the former NXT champ. Down the Bruiserweight wins, however, in a pretty good match, however. So now, apparently, the little pompous, arrogant, little pissant, pompous, Pete Dunne, however, or should I say, Pat McAfee, not Pete Dunne. Yeah, the pompous, arrogant, little pissant, little, uh, pompous pissant, and what else could I describe, uh, Pat McAfee besides being a pompous and pissant? Paranoid. Yeah, Pat McAfee and his group of the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne, however, the, the very hard-hitting Pete Dunne, uh, of course, and his boys, Oni Lurkan, Danny Burch, the overlooked Oni Lurkan, dangerous Danny Burch, and him take on Adam Cole, the former two-time champ, if you will, Rowdy, Rowdy, strong. Kyle O'Reilly, who's ready to crown himself king. And, of course, 
the fantastic Finn Balor are ready for war at War Games coming up a week from Sunday. And we'll talk more about that okay. Monday on Raw Radio. Oh, J.D., I have another P word. I have another P word for Pat McAfee if you like it. Please. Pussy. Pussy. Pussy, yeah, because he is a <laughs> pussy. Right. Oh, he is. He's he's a yeah, he is. He is a little pussy, and we and even though he put up a good fight uh, back in August, how to take over thirty, he's going to be in for a little surprise when Cole and the boys are going to come coming out with their hands scratched, let's just say, are ready to uh, tear apart these guys, and this is going to be brutal to watch a week from Sunday. But speaking of brutal, we go from the Capitol Wrestling Center in Orlando, Florida, Winter Park, Florida, that is Full Sail University, up to Dale's place in Jacksonville. I'll tell you what happened on Thanksgiving Eve at Dynamite. And, of course, we had our announced team, of course, of Tony Schiavone, terrific Tony Schiavone, Joyful JR, Jim Ross, and everyone's favorite uh, entertainer, Excalibur. Our first match of the night, the hangman, Adam Page, who lost his phone for six weeks. It was too cheap to buy a new one, apparently. Took on the wild and crazy, cocaine-inducing, wild and wacky, joking John Silver. John Force Silver, there's long John Silver of the dickhead, disastrous, douchebag, dark order. It wasn't a bad opener. Hangman Page picked up the win, however, but then, of course, Hang Dark Order appears, and they say, however, that basically, however, that Uno and his friends are here for Hangman Page. Now, I didn't understand this at all. I was like, what the hell? You have, apparently, evil Uno... You don't call me Dick Burt Ward Grayson. You have Alan Five Angels, Preston Ten Vance, the rest of the dark. No Brody Lee still, and apparently Brody Lee has been out for a good while since Cody beat him with a shoulder injury. Apparently, I guess he really beat him up pretty good, and he's been out for at least a good two or three weeks, if not a month, really, and has been nursing that shoulder injury since Cody really took it to him the last time. But apparently, however, now they're trying to get Hangman Page to join their group? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You want the man who rides into battle and always likes to drink his beer and whiskey, however, feel even more pissed off, however, and more, let's just say, paranoid and absolutely totally perplexed and puzzled by joining your group? I don't understand it. I do not understand this. Then we had Kenny Omega talk to Alex Marvarez. Then we went to Powerhouse Hobbs, the wreckable Will Hobbs versus Lee Johnson, who's usually on Dark Tuesday night, and it's a short match. Then, of course, here comes Taz. Yes, folks, the so-called terrific one himself, however, came out with Brian Cage's FT belt and told Hobbs to go to back and celebrate with, uh, of course, his two good friends, Rat Boy Ricky Starks and Beast Boy, the uh, bully Brian Cage. Things got interesting, if you will, however, and then, of course, Cody came out, if you will, and then all hell broke loose, let's just say, between Taz and Cody. Of course, he said he was tired, of course, of getting his microphone cut, however, and told that someone from management should recognize the FTW championship. Cody comes out, and then Cody brings up the fact that Taz's son, his real son we're talking now, mind you, is training with him instead of Taz. Taz told him stupid and acted like he was walking out, locked into Taz's mission, and tried to coke out uh, Taz, if you will. Taz, the son appears, and then he walks out with Taz. It looked like it, it was a variation of Taz when you look at him. And this was legitimately, no joke, his son. So now apparently, however, 
Taz is all pissed off and bent out of shape that apparently our that Tony Khan and the AEW company is not recognizing the FTW championship. Okay, Taz, why don't you tell us about your two little cronies, Hobbs and Cage? Why don't you tell them about them taking their drug test tower instead of looking like jacked-up, muscle-bound geeks? Okay? Why don't you tell us how, how much time how, that you two, along with yourself, have been sucking Tony Khan's cock for the last six months, Howard, to bitch and whine and piss and moan about the FTW Championship. Okay? Why don't you tell us that, there, Taz? Oh, that's right. You can't. You've had Cage and Fig and Starks oh, oh, along with Will Hobbs deep throat your ass, Howard, and out your butt, basically, at the same time by making them join your little crew. Let's just say. Well, guess what? Next week, we're going to see a match at Winter Has Fallen. It's going to be your boys, however, against Cody and the very dangerous, very, let's just say, destroying and let's just say dangerous Darby Allen. And here's the thing if Cody's smart, and I'm sending this message out to Cody, Tony Khan, and the rest of the AEW company, if they have any brains, and I know they do. Suspend Taz from the ring. Suspend him from the ring, suspend him from the building. Do not allow him in the building whatsoever, because we know what's going to happen. He's going to obviously help his two little boyfriends, if you will, how the guys who have been deep-throating him, however, get a cheap win over Cody and Darby. Well, guess what? This time, however, what do they always say? Can someone please tell me what they say about payback sometimes being? Can someone please inform me what that saying might be? Oh, that's right. It's a bitch. And guess what, Taz? You can bitch and whine and piss and moan all you want. But at the end of the day, you're going to be feeling a nightmare. And also a coffin drop. Because you're going to be dropped, and you're going to be in a nightmare when Cody and Darby destroy your boys next week. You had the first fall, and you had the last laugh. You thought so the first time. This time, it ain't going to happen, I feel. I hope not, at least. Then we go to top flight. Darius and Dante Martin, both 21 and 19, two new guys who were just signed by the AW roster, against probably one of the most underrated teams I feel in all the company, the Hybrid 2. In nonsense joking, let's just say jacked up Jack Evans and then Helico. Good match, good match. TH2 picks up the win. Then, of course, we go to everyone's favorite, Miss Excuse Me Herself, vacuum sucking Vicky Guerrero. Our discussing nepotism with everyone's favorite uh, WWE reject, if you will. Nebby, nasty, no talent, nosy Nyla Rose, the he, she, transgender. Let's just say pompous one. Nia Jax. Nia Jax reincarnated 2.0, yes. But I will say she's a lot better than Nia. We can all agree to that, though. And she says that Brandy, however, is playing favorites, along with her friends Red Velvet, however, among others. Tell me, Vicky, besides Nyla Rose, who else do you have in your staple? Oh, that's right, however. That little joker herself, Jay Cargill, who got up in Cody's face a few weeks ago, along with Brandy, however, and was called a heifer. I'm surprised you haven't had her join your crew yet either, besides being a total joke, if you will. But what wasn't a joke is what our next match was. SCU, the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels, and Frankie, the King Kazarian, versus, of course, Mr. Judas himself, Chris Jericho, the, let's just say, clown slash uh, Wednesday night, uh, let's just say, what's a good C word to describe Jericho on Wednesday nights? It's not, when he's not a clown, he can you know, clown around and everything. He can be uh, very crafty. That's it, crafty. 
Perfect Chris Jericho. Couple. And Jackass and Jackass let's say uh, let's say Jackass, Jake Hager, Mr. Donald Trump lover himself, Jack Swagger, and his boyfriend Santana Ortiz. More Jackass faggot and of course his little boyfriend, if you will, and his bodyguard if you will, the wreckable or should I say the war machine Wardlow. In the end, SCU, however, came up short, however, because once again, MJF had to stick his nose where it didn't belong like a little jackass because he had to use his diamond diamond ring that he'll be putting on the line next week in a battle royal. So yeah, once again, more on jackass fool, however, who thinks he's better than everyone, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, once again, obviously, had his mouth all over Jericho's meaty delicious cock this week, however, by sucking it and basically helping his new boys, however, get a cheap win. But then Scorpio Sky came in and was ready to cause some damage and sting everyone out of the inner circle. But what was nice about this, though, was after the matchup, apparently, however, we saw apparently MJF power get busted in the mouth, power and maybe lose a few teeth in the process. So I say to that, good, good, he deserved it because he's a pompous, little, arrogant, pissant asshole, if you ask me. Then we have a little segment, however with a new segment called Miro and Kip's Video Game Extravaganza. But it didn't last long, because apparently Kip, along with his Maurice 2.0 wannabe, if you will, the somewhat, uh, let's just say, uh, unique Penelope Ford, Maurice 2.0 reincarnated as a blonde, however, mind you, and of course, the best friend, however, and that's uh, say Orange Cassidy, put the boots, however, to Kazarian, and of course, excuse me, not Kazarian, uh, Miro, and, of course, Kip Sabian. So, Miro, a.k.a. Rusev, and, of course, Kip Sabian, the best friends, however, this week, even though they were they're still friends and everything, however, just weren't feeling their best tonight because apparently Orange Cassidy squeezed the life out of them, let's just say, or just put the boots to them along with Trent and Chucky e. T. So now we're going to see the war continue between the best friends and Orange Cassidy who hope to squeeze Miro to pieces and just basically rind him out, no pun intended, and, of course, his little buddy, if you will, the somewhat clown somewhat uh, crabby Kip Sabian, who, of course, was with his boo, the one and only Maurice 2.0, as I said, the unique Penelope Ford. And i got to think of a good name to describe Penelope in her first name, because when you look at her, she has the blonde hair. We'll come back to that in a minute. Anyway, up next, we had the arrogant Anna Jay with, of course, troubling Tay Conti, her bestie in the Dark Order. Once again... Tay Connie and Anna Jay, who have been in the Dark War for some time, took on the fighting war that is the very, I wouldn't say happy, but has been, uh, let's just say, what's a good H word to describe for Kurashida, the Japanese warrior? What can we say about Shida? She is a yeah. hungry, the hungry, the hungry Kurashida, who's been very hungry all year. That's it. And I'll tell you why. She's 20 and 1, ladies and gentlemen, going into this match. You talk about one of the best women's records of the year. Not even that backstabbing little bitch-ass broad, Britt Baker, the role model, DMD, who can stick it up her candy ass and then someone she's done, basically rubbing and tugging her boyfriend, her fiancé, Boo, Adam Coles. Or not even the Japanese little uh, unique little Spitfire Riho. Hell, not even the boot bailing girl, Chris Taylor, or even Red Velvet, who's been able to uh, embarrass anyone and walk all, let's just say, walk all over anyone, however, has been able to stop Sheeta. But there's one person who just might, and it's abdomen. The very psychotic, very nutsoid, and I wouldn't say arrogant, but the very, uh, uh, what's a good word to describe abdomen, however, with an A word? Uh, uh, you know she's 
Oh, Lord. Um, She's overlooked uh, the action. Uh, no, no, I'm trying to uh, We'll come back to that selected? in a minute. No, no, an A word. And it starts with an A, JD. Afflicted. A F F. Afflicted. Yeah. She, 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 she was afflicted with that thing, with that attitude or something. Attitude abdomen. The, uh, the action packed abdomen. How about attitude. the action? Attitude. Action. There you go. Attitude. Act, the, action, there you go. the attitude is just the attitude and. The attitude of abdomen, however, shows that she is hungry. A B A D O N. Cheeta has been her before. We know this, but apparently, however, guess what? She better watch out because now this girl. If you've seen this girl, she—I mean, I'm sure some of you guys have seen her. She's sort of like uh, what Finn does with his entrance of the demon, only creepier. A little, a little bit creepy, if you know what I'm saying. But let's just say. She is ready to show everyone. Oh, she looks she's scary. Abandoned. What's that? What's that? Really scary. She looked really scary. Abandoned. Yeah, she's real scary. No doubt. No, you're right, Justin. And I'll tell you right now, that's why I'm saying Sheeta better be very, very careful with this girl. This girl's not here to play. She's ready to show that she's ready to bring the action, and she's going to show that attitude of hers that she could take the AEW Women's Title off of Sheeta. Then, of course, we go to the main event, which was pretty damn good. The Butcher and the Blade with the bunny, the backside of the little broad bunny, or so you say the bully bunny, taking on the Bastard Pack, Ray Fenix, and Pentel Zero. The Butcher and the Blade get a win because, once again, everyone's fair little piece of human excrement shit, Eddie Kingston, decides to stick his nose where it doesn't belong. But what happened after the match, however, I wonder? Mr. Kingston? Oh, yeah, the Murderhawk Maniac Monster, Lance Archer, and Jake the Snake Roberts, however, wasn't uh, ready to bring the jokes or was ready to show he was ready to bust someone open and make him juice and bleed. And it should have happened here, but it didn't. Made his statement. And guess what? What happened? Oh, that's right. The butcher of the blade and that little backstabbing broad, the bunny, let's just say, ran like scalded dogs at the end of the night. So guess what? Eddie Kingston, you piece of human shit excrement in your family. That includes the carving of the butcher, slicing of the plane, and of course has that little hop hop a little backstabbing little broad ass little bully bunny. Here's a little message for you from the death triangle involving the bastard pack who's not here to show how he's not a backstabbing guy and not here ready to uh, beat some sense into you, along with his two brothers, Ray, Fantastic Fenex, and the somewhat not paranoid, but just ready to bring the pain of Mr. Pentel Zero Mirdo, along with the Murderhawk Maniac Monster, and of course Jake the Snake Roberts. You better be on your best guard next week in that Diamond uh, Battle World. Hell, you might be wanting to be watch yourself even after the Battle World, because right now Lance Archer is ready to do some carving up of somebody. He doesn't care who it is. He doesn't care if it'll be these guys who basically he came out to help save tonight. He doesn't care. If it's the Butcher, the Blade, or even you, even your little backstabbing broad, the Bunny. But Kingston, he's coming for you, my friend, just like the Bastard will. So guess what? Like Karrion Cross has always said, NXT. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. Your time is slowly starting to fade, my friend. And it will be fading before you know it. And when it does, it's not going to be pretty. So yeah, next week, folks, we are going to have one hell of a show. 
with Omega and Moxie. And I'm going to say it here and now. You heard it here first. There will be, mark my words, folks, come next Wednesday night, unless something happens, you will see a new, new AEW champion. And his name? The Cleaner. The very overlooked. The very, I to say, overdone. And he's not going to be cooked up power and served up power for a feast, but he'll be hungry. Oh, you can tell when he brings it. Who am I talking about, folks? Two simple words. A and O. And no, I'm not talking about the master of the pop-up powerbomb, the man who for years had a feud with Sami Zayn, El Generico. He has his own talk show. He was also on NXT tonight. He's not Kevin Owens. No, 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 no. He was the man who teamed up with Hangman Page and then fought Hangman Page back at full gear in November. He's the man who's going to clean things up and put Mr. Moxley on notice. His name, you ask? Kenny Kenny Omega. Be ready, Mox. Because your days of being the champ are at an end. Couldn't put that better ourselves here, folks. Uh, <clears throat> uh, thank you very much, here, of course, here, JD. Uh, John's already left us here for the evening to go and get his show started. You can, of course, check that out on John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated on Facebook. But he did leave a couple of things here. We were talking about Farewell of the Undertaker. Oh, we can tell you now that Loomis and Grimes has also been announced now, ladies and gentlemen. It is a strap match. So four good matches already on TakeOver 32. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, John did add a couple of extra things about what he was talking about earlier about The Undertaker. I will read what he did say before he did leave. He said he will, he will never forget the matches that The Undertaker had with Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Yokozuna, Mankind, Diesel, Kane, The Rock, Stone Cold, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, John Cena, Randy Orton, Kurt Angle, and John said he can name them, name them all. He said there will never be another Undertaker like he was aimed as towards The Undertaker. There will be another one like him. And how, of course, he actually scared John with his casket video image at the 1994 Royal Rumble, something that terrified him as a child, but he grew to love it as a teenager and an adult. So he did do a couple of LOLs here, here as well. So we thank you very much here. Of course, like you said, John, I know you already left us for the night, but we, well, we hope you have a terrific Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you, of course, here, hopefully here, of course, tomorrow night. As, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do still plan on having, of course, I know tomorrow is a Thanksgiving holiday, but, of course, we still hope and plan, of course, to, to have, of course, our, our lineup here. And I'll talk more about that here in just a few minutes. But, like I said, yes, let's Kevin give Jamie a Pocahontas outfit for all you people out there. Don't worry. He has it in hiding. He's just afraid to wear it to everyone right now. Oh, oh yeah. You, you, are you talking about John? No, you. Oh, you, you sick <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Jay, you're talking to John Smith. I'm talking to Pocahontas right now, so you cut that out. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> okay, uh, JD, just uh, like I said, just a quick quick run through here one more time. I'm just going to name these off here from what happened, of course, on Sunday at Survivor Series. 
I'm going to let you talk about it in one fell swoop, but let me bring up all the remaining matches here first. Right. First off, of course, in 12 minutes, Miz getting by Dom eliminating Dominic Mysterio to win the dual brand battle royal. Uh, Team Raw uh, pitching a shutout over Team SmackDown in the men's Survivor Series elimination match at 19 minutes and 25 seconds. And in 23-20, of course, Team Raw uh, with Lana, of course, being uh, representing Raw, of course, winning the women's Survivor Series elimination match. What is your take on these three bouts from this past Sunday? Well, let me say, as far as the battle world goes, however, I thought it was bullshit that the Miz won. He did not deserve to win. I thought it should have been someone else winning it. However, they would have had Lars Sullivan in. Uh, but uh, Dominic took his eyes off for a minute, and it kind of, uh, uh, he got, I mean, he was doing somewhat all right, and he held his own a little bit here and there, but I think he just got a little too arrogant and too cocky just when it looked like he thought he had victory in him. But, of course, everyone's favorite, uh, let's just say, crap-ass little clown boy, little caca king, from Cleveland pulled out a cheap win, however, obviously, however, because once again, the moron had to win. Unfortunately, Howard John Morrison was eliminated early, so go figure. Um, as far as the women's battle world, I thought it was bullshit, too. Uh, I thought the ending was absolutely ridiculous. Howard should have been Bianca winning it. Howard Lana did not deserve to win, however, and should not have won the match. But obviously, however, the last two times, two days, however, they've been giving Lana apparently, however, a little bit of a rub. I don't understand why. I think it's stupid. I think it's arrogance on their part, however, and just shows you, once again, that WWE doesn't know what the hell they're doing with their booking. Like Justin said, obviously, and of course, we all know whose fault that is. Bruce, you backstabbing little bitch boy, little little bully, uh, little bastard. Kevin, uh, I want some wood for my uh, Thanksgiving there, douchebag, dickbag, uh, dick sucker, uh, damaging done. And, of course, everyone's very geriatric, old, a little foggy, little fart, if you will. The somewhat uh, vacuum-sucking voice, however, that, of course, came out and dressed The Undertaker, of course, and has always been known as, You're fired, if you will, however. None other than the somewhat uh, venereal, let's just say, little vein-popping, none other than uh, a guy who should be living in a van down by the river, however, if you will. None other than Vincent Kennedy McMahon. You're fired! <laughs> yeah. And, that works. Oh, yeah. There Indeed. 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 Um, let me ask. Like, I didn't get a chance to ask John this. But I'm going to ask you, J.D. I'll ask Justin this. Just overall, between our discussions about this the last couple of days, J.D., your overall assessment on, on the 2020 Survivor Series? It was okay, but it wasn't great. I mean, I thought it could have been. I mean, I thought it could have been a lot better. Uh, I thought, really, Roman and Drew was the match of the night, in my opinion. I think, except for the ending, when, of course, everyone's favorite little, I wouldn't say joke boy, but let's just say everyone's favorite guy who got his cousin out of a jam and, of course, showed how much of a, let's just say, he liked to be, uh, he was trying to bring, I wouldn't say joy, but uh, what's another good J word to describe Jey Uso, Howard? When he wasn't bringing joy and not joking, he was sort of in the jam, he was... uh. Let's just say. Uh, 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 oh, gosh. Uh, Jagged. Uh, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever you come up with, we'll just take what you know. Well, 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 I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm coming up with some. I'm trying to think of some of these words tonight. Hold on. Uh, let's just say. Gay, uh, young junkie. Uh, 
Yeah, it was a little. Yeah, that was a little chunky. Yeah, a little ch- garbage because he comes in, he hits freaking Drew with a low blow. The ref doesn't see it, and then he helps his cousin win that way. Howard and shows how much uh, he w- didn't want to jeopardize uh, his uh, basically uh, getting his cousin disqualified. Howard, so in he ran like uh, like a jackrabbit, and he scurried out of there fast. Howard, and of course, showed why. Howard. He was uh, happy along with his cousin, and they were both jubilant and happy that they got a cheap win over, which was bullshit, if you ask me. Indeed. Okay. Justin, your overall thoughts about what happened, uh, your assessment about the entire Survivor Series event on Sunday? No good, not, not that, it was not that good. Okay, okay. All right, thank you very much there, gentlemen. Of course, for y'all's person, y'all definitely. Let me ask you guys, what do you think of both AEW and NXT tonight? I think a lot of people would probably just turn off, we're, we're kind of taking off track. Like you wrote, one thing obviously we talked about was the fact that Tony Storm turned heel. But that was really that really kind of caught a lot of people off guard. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect that. I don't think anyone did. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, as far as AEW is concerned, uh, uh, well, I mean, Taz really, Taz, I think, was pretty much trying to make himself the center of the whole show, I think, the whole night. Even yeah, though he I was agree. not on camera. I agree. So I think Taz was just trying to, because see that shows you right there. Once you once you had the taste of wrestling, regardless if you don't wrestle anymore or not, you can't get it out of your blood. And I really think that I really kind of caught up with Taz here just in recent memory here because you know for the last few years he's been mostly doing either podcasts or commentating on shows. You know, kind of like for example he did it with a, a lot of things in WWE. He did it with. Uh, Impact definitely, and that's what he's doing with AEW now. I mean, but now all of a sudden he's gone back and he's a manager. Um, I mean, you, you, you don't you do not get wrestling out of your blood. I mean, I mean, keep on keep in mind about what Jake Roberts is doing. Jake Roberts, of course, has been in there longer than Taz has, and he's out and he's out there managing a top notch competitor, like we said in uh, Lance Archer. Kelly Blanchard's out there. Uh, out there with FTR, he's been around longer, even, even I think about maybe, if not a little bit, maybe longer than Jake Roberts has. Oh, oh, and he's still I think they've been both in it for like 30, 35 years at least. But the thing is, Taz is right, he's managing now. He's not podcasting, he's not announcing when he's not doing dark, whatever. I mean, I give him that. But I think some of the things he said were on spot on. But at the same time, I think what he did to Cody, like I said, was totally showing his arrogance tonight. I think he did bring up some good points, and Justin may agree with me, may not agree with me. But I think the thing was, Howard, he should have known not to touch Cody the way he did, because Cody was not in the ring tonight as a wrestler. He was as an executive, and uh, from him and Tony Khan, I would say, you know what, like I said before, my uh, breakdown, I I mean, I'm saying it right now. I'm saying right now, next week, however, you're suspended. You're suspended from the ring. You are not allowed at the ring to be with Cage and Starks Mm -hmm. or Hobbs. Right. Well, here's right. now. Also, guys, if y'all notice, I'm sorry, if y'all notice this here, 
this is one point I just now stand here just, just sitting here thinking. And of course, this is a little bit more dominant with AEW than it is WWE. Yeah, even though we are seeing a lot of the legendary superstars, they're not wrestling anymore, but they are still making appearances on TV from time to time. And of course, AEW, obviously, you you got several in there, including, of course, Arn Anderson. You got Tully Blanchard. You got Jake Roberts. You got Taz. Um, do you think they're adding a little bit more pizzazz to these shows? You know, you know, you know, making these appearances and all. I mean, I think so. Even yeah, they're not definitely, I I think so as managers and helping out the younger guys who are just starting out or have been in the. Uh, like been wrestling for years in like the Indies or other places like Japan or Mexico or Europe. I mean, yeah, they're teaching them. However, they're crafting. They've also grew up idolizing them themselves and watching them uh, when they were their age. However, you know. However, I mean, I mean, they're amazed that these kids are uh, watching what they what they've learned from teaching these young kids, and now these young kids are learning uh, stuff how are in promos and in how they handle themselves both in and out of the ring. I mean, it's still, I mean, I mean, personally, in my opinion, Justin may agree, may disagree, and same with you, Chad, and everyone else might do the same. I think right now, even though it's been about a year now, we've seen AEW now on for about a year, I think right now, and no disrespect to WCW Nitro and the company itself, but I think every Wednesday night, however, it's more like every week we see wild and wackiness, however, and uh, wildness on Wednesday night. You never know what you're going to expect on Dynamite, and it can be, it's, yeah. it can be a shit show one week, and then good shows, like two or three or four weeks in a row, and then they go back to being a little stale a week or two. But they rarely put on very bad shows. Tony Khan has shown how, at times, he can be a very terrific and also uh, not a terrible uh, guy, you know. He's actually shown brains. He's shown more talent. I mean, he, I mean, look at the guys he's brought in. He's brought in the Bucks. He's brought in Moxley. He's brought in Puck, Pangman, Kenny, Jericho, Hager. The Inner Circle, Santana Ortiz, Matt Hardy, I mean, Nyla Rose. I mean, the women's division is starting to get a little bit better. They still need a little bit more work in the women's division, but they're starting to improve their women's division. I mean, you got Sheeta there. you got uh, Nyla. you got, uh, like I said, uh, Abandoned, Red Velvet, Brandy, when she's not managing. you got uh, Anna Jay, Tay Conti. I mean, they're just growing, and they keep just... And the tag, you can't say anything bad about the tag teams. The tag teams are just where it's at. I mean, they're, they're so young and fresh. You've got FTR. You've got the hybrid. You've got the best friends, however. You've got the, uh, uh, like I said, however, best, uh, best friends, uh, like I said, uh, of Trent and uh, Chucky T. Like I said, you have Orange Cassidy. Like I said, Miro and Kip Sabian. You have uh, the hybrid. You have the Butcher and the Blade. You have, uh, like I said, um, the death, the death triangle. Just the tag team division is stacked where it's at. I mean, you can't pick one bad match in that tag team division. I mean, that's why it's it's so very popular every week. It gets better and better. And like I said, they I mean, they just. I mean, I think the last time before Halloween Havoc, they had lost a battle when it came to the Wednesday Night War. I think you have to go back. Maybe I'm thinking. I'll have to check my notes again to be sure. I think it's sometime maybe maybe May or June. But even before that, they rarely lose on Wednesday nights. I mean, they know what they're doing. I mean, look at the, the figures Indeed. tonight, okay? The, the figures do not lie. I mean, tonight you had AEW tonight put on, or NXT yesterday. You put on tonight, literally, okay? Looking at this thing tonight. And it wasn't a bad show on NXT either. I'll say that, but it wasn't too bad. You had four matches on tonight. Four. What did AEW do? 
they came right back and said, okay, you're going to do four, we'll do you better. We're going to do six. Rest in peace to Bob Ryder. Yeah, that's, I'm going to talk about him in a second here, too. Good point there, Justin. Thanks for bringing him up. I'm going to talk about him in a minute. But AEW brought six out tonight. Six. So that tells you who won the war tonight. And as Justin said, yeah, Bob Ryder, uh, a very, very dear old friend of mine, very good friend of mine, actually. I remember him in Jeremy Boris when wow. he did the um, WCW Live show uh, back in the day. And uh, he was a TNA executive. They found him in his home in Nashville. They did not say what from. But uh, I know a lot of people who have known him over the years from wrestling circles around. Dave Meltzer talked about it. I'm sure talked about this morning in the Observer. Or he'll talk about, I'm sure, maybe Friday um, Friday morning or next week sometime on his show with Brian Alvarez. But, yeah, um, Bob Ryder, um, very special guy, no doubt about it. I was I used to be on that show, WCW Live. I remember when they used to do the internet show quite a bit. Uh, and that's how I knew him a little bit on, outside of the show, along with Jeremy Borash, uh, talking to him in emails. But uh, my heart definitely goes out to Bob's friends and family, including Jeremy Barnes. I know Jeremy's got to be absolutely heartbroken losing his one-time good former colleague and friend. Yeah, Russell lost a very unique journalist slash very unique executive power in Mr. Bob Ryder. And Bob, um, from myself personally, and I think from everyone here on the show, our thoughts and prayers with your friends and family tonight on this night before Thanksgiving. Uh, you left us way too soon, my friend. And the world is now going to be a much more, a little bit of a sadder place without you. And uh, we are sorry to say you, goodbye to you, my friend. But uh, I don't think I can say anything else. They, I just, I'm in shock. I'm just absolutely yeah. so in shock when I heard this news today. They said, they said now that, yes, he has had a bout with cancer recently. Yes. And they said he had been going through yeah. But they said that he also, they said when the police found him, they said it appeared that he had fallen, but they don't know if it's di- directly related to the cancer or not. Well, whatever it is, again, no, our thoughts and prayers about Bob's friends and family. Again, it's just very, very heartbreaking to say that. Yeah, yeah so, indeed, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I read that earlier tonight, and, I, and that was it was very, 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 very shocking here, to say the least. Um <clears throat> but uh, tr- truthfully, like I said, a, I mean, actually one of the guys was one of the first executives in, in Impact when he got started back in 02, I think I said. Um, so he'd been around there for a long time. So, um, so it was very, very, uh, very, 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 very sad there indeed. Um, I will go ahead and point out why we have you, Justin, you, J.D., on. Uh, currently, as you know, we have two things going on until, of course, a week from this Friday. The NXT US Halloween Havoc Championship poll currently going on right now. John defending the title against Jordan Stockless. Right now, it's still we are still reading. Jordan is leading John right now, three votes to one. Uh, so, like I said, we have you have until, of course, like I said, next Friday, December the fourth. Uh, Revolution episode number 920 to, of course, get that taken care of. And also, ladies and gentlemen, the Trivia Gladiator Championship, of course, that has not moved that much either. John is currently leading that right now with two votes. Followed by, we have a four-way tie for second place between the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach, the King Club's Mint Patel, Kevin O'Sullivan, and Alayla Peters with one vote each. 
so uh, but like I said, the, the, the voting will continue on. And like I said, of course, uh, like I said, between now and, of course, before uh, next Friday, December the 4th. So be sure to get your votes in, of course, right now here, ladies and gentlemen. We love because, like I said, the uh, Trivia Gladiator Championship, of course, the winner, the one with the most votes, wins the Trivia Gladiator title. The one with the with the with the with, with that comes in second place on, in that poll will be uh, will be, of course, the number one contender for the Trivia Gladiator Championship. Justin, I don't know what the heck you're smiling about, but um, but it is what I something. think. Something he's got something up his sleeve. I know he does. Yeah, yeah, he. I, it sounds like he does. There. Well, so, uh, uh, yeah, don't don't bring it up, Justin. Just don't just don't bring it up. I think I know what it is. Don't bring it up. I think we all know. So don't worry about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You probably heard a certain instrument go off. It will just say that way. Okay, there. I, I'm sorry. I can't help that. Uh, when that happens, it happens. Um, but uh, <clears throat> but keep, also, keep that in mind here. YouTube. I was watching a video on YouTube from this um, movie. Uh, what was the movie? New Jack City. Ah, good one. Very good one, Wesley Snipes. Uh, Ice-T. Good movie. Good, oh, yeah. good movie there. Uh, by the way, speaking of which, Netflix is about to add some new material starting beginning of the next month. But by the end of the year, they're going to be taking off quite a bit of material, including a whole lot of classic movies. And y'all going to be bummed to hear this. But I did not know they've had these on here for a while. But they're taking off some of the movies I can tell you that they're removing before the end of the year is all four Indiana Jones movies and the Back to the Future trilogy. Well, good thing I have them on DVD then. Well, yes, yes, indeed. It was a good thing. Well, it was a good thing. And I can, of course, it's a good thing. I can, uh, I have them on DVD as well, and I can pop them on, pop them on anytime. Um, of course, luckily, I might be lucky, fortunate to probably have some of those movies available for free on YouTube. I can post them on the movie channel page at some point. Just like just recently, I posted some good ones, including, of course, um, one I actually watched. Uh, I've actually one of which I've watched very fully here just recently, and that is, of course, the 1987 Mel Brooks classic, Spaceballs. Yes. Hail Scrooge. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Hello, President Scrooge. Okay. I'm yeah. Marley. Uh, Hello, Marley. I'm, I'm Charlie. Gonna... Chew your gum. Chew your gum. Yeah, there, there, there you go. Uh, uh, let me see. Oh, uh, I, we can think of so many other lines for that movie. It's just, it's just, it's just absolutely, it's just absolutely. I love the fact that they were able to put something on uh, the wings on the side of a Winnebago, which was hilarious. And who would have thought the guy that played Lone Star would turn out to his negative one of the next biggest things he ever did was Independence Day. He plays the president. Unbelievable. Yeah. The guy didn't the guy hadn't looked like he, between what he did in Spaceballs and what he did in, in Independence Day, that guy hadn't looked like he hadn't changed his looks in the, in between that. He's done other things between them, of course, obviously. But to me, I don't think his looks have changed that much ever since Spaceballs, 
between Spaceballs and Independence Day. But again, all I'm saying, that's just me. So there you go. Um, but I thought that was a, I thought that was a, I thought that was one of Mel Brooks' funniest. Next to, of course, The Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein, my top three Mel Brooks movies were those three right there. Bottom line. There you go. Why didn't somebody tell me my, my butt was so big? Yeah. 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 Um, let me see. Um, um, but anyway, of course, I talk about the movie channel page all the time. Check out what we've got on there right now, ladies and gentlemen. You'll love what we have here. Um, I'm, like I said, I mean, JD definitely loves. I'm sure we'll go, definitely want to go and take a look at some movies there. Uh, also, by the way, uh, Justin, I keep, of course, emphasizing on the video vault page. I'm still finding a whole bunch of stuff, guys. And JD may remember all this. The Mid-South Wrestling Days. A whole bunch of great ones from 1982. I'm posting on there. Uh, so yeah, check out check what I've got on the video vault page here, of course, guys. You'll definitely, of course, get 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 a definitely get a kick out of kick out of that there right there. Indeed. Uh, but I'm gonna post that 411 Mania story about the Netflix thing on there. I'm gonna get y'all's take it back because they have like a huge list of ones. That we're, that we're going to be putting on Netflix, and then a whole bunch of them they're going to be taking off of Netflix. For example, I didn't even know they were showing. Um, I think they're supposed to be bringing in ET one day in December, but they're taking off. I think Poltergeist from 1982. Huh. I think that's right. I, I think that no, yeah, it was 82 when that movie came out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was 82. Yeah. ET. Yeah. yeah. And called, ET. You know, ET. E.T. never oh. was never on pay television. E.T. was never on pay yeah. television after its, in 1983 after its 1982 release. Never. Right. And believe it or not, Justin, E.T.'s finger was longer than J.D.'s. <clears throat> okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. I'm, mm. No. But yeah, okay, we're, we're yeah. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. Okay. Uh. But be sure to check out, of course, like I said, those two things on the pay-per-view prediction center page here also today as well. Also, of course, um, during the weekend, we're going to try to reach the Kia Club's Met Patel here, folks, so we can get that match posted here indeed, ladies and gentlemen, because the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, has issued a challenge to the new Money, Inc. champion, Met Patel, for a Money, Inc. title match. So we got to get Mitt's call on this before we can, of course, post that, and we will definitely do some posting on there as well. Also, I'm, we're going we're to get the we're going to get the ladies involved here in, in one of our poll matches right here, as we have two women's title belts in our Hall of Champions that does not have a title holder right now. So we're going to get that worked out here, hopefully here very very soon, and uh, you'll see it on there whenever I get it posted. So definitely, of course, uh, check that out here, indeed, there, guys. Um, let me see. Uh, coming up tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, here, um, depending upon, of course, what everyone's schedule is going to be for Thanksgiving, we are still planning on having our shows uh, tomorrow. I'm going to go ahead and just point it out. Of course, if there's any change in it, I will be, we'll definitely try to let you know something, hopefully here very, uh, as soon as we possibly can. But tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, don't forget to join uh, Shaq and the NWO Madness Kingdom for, of course, tomorrow night's episode of WWS Wrestling Debate, where, of course, I'll talk about Raw, SmackDown, 
Survivor Series, AEW, NXT, Impact, you name it, they'll definitely be talking about it. One, three, nine. And I'm singing a funny. Okay, hold on, hold hold that thought for one second, Justin. Hold on one second. And also, of course, coming up, episode 280 of NWO Wolfpack, Thursday night, tomorrow night, nine o'clock. One, three, eight, five, two, one pound. As of course, we'll be talking about in our news and views, history and birthdays. We will also, of course, talk about <clears throat> uh, everyone's thoughts and opinions as to, of course, as far as tomorrow, uh, tonight's AEW and NXT shows are concerned. Plus, also, we'll try to have some also some other fun stuff here indeed. Uh, hopefully, we'll probably have some Thanksgiving-related material here and all that. But we'll definitely do something fun here. Of course, we may, uh, um, of course for, for, like I said, uh, for the Thanksgiving night edition of Wolfpacks, so I'll be sure. Don't get too stuffed on turkeys, ladies and gentlemen. And definitely, of course, uh, jump jump on the gun here and join us here, of course, for a big, a big, a great time, of course, of wrestling talk on Wolfpack tomorrow night, one three eight five two one tomorrow night at nine o'clock. Uh, Justin, there's something you wanted to add to. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying I'm singing a, a very funny Thanksgiving song tomorrow for everyone on talk show. Oh, okay, uh, okay, yeah, definitely, okay, we'll definitely hear that. And it's JD got run over by a turkey. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. No, JD, don't don't take this in the wrong way. We're all joking. We know that we are. I mean, I I only do it in the spirit. If I don't do it to insult anybody, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Well, of course I do. Okay. Yeah, you know I do. You know me. You know me that long, man. You think I? You 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 know I wouldn't insult you like that. <clears throat> gobble gobble gobble. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> oh by the way, JD, uh, Justin and I would love to hear uh, if you have any up pro, uh, any updates about your about your new little uh, family member. How how is, how is that little? She woman? is a week old uh, as of today. Nine weeks total. Thank you for asking. Uh, she will meet her cousin tomorrow, so we are looking very much forward to that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're looking really good. Uh, we're left with that, and like I said, definitely keep us informed of that. I saw, I saw a picture, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that JD gave us that sent, sent to me. I think he sent it to me one day last week. Cute as a button, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, yes. She's, she's awesome. Yeah. Uh, also, also, check out my wall right now, as there's something going on right now. Is uh, um, something about something about a meet, meet the dog challenge. I've actually posted a picture yeah, of my dog. This, huh? Yeah, I posted a picture of my dog with some stats on him, uh, to the best of my knowledge. I'm hoping that some of that is as accurate as I possibly can make it. Uh, but of course, that's a picture that a recent picture that I took of him. Of course, that's 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 my uh, big uh, boxer pit bull mix named Buddy. So by the way, that that's who that that dog is. That's that's my dog Buddy right there. So. He's a big fella, but uh, he's still about as big as a teddy bear. But as cuddly as a teddy bear. So. Yes, he is. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, he is. Oh, oh, let me. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a big story behind him, and why somebody would want to get rid of him. That's that's beyond me. I mean, surprisingly enough, not a mark on him. I mean, but why they want somebody want to abandon him like that? I have no idea why. But hey, you, you just got some people that are that that, that just don't have a heart. I mean, I hate to say it, but uh, 
JD, I gotta ask your comments about something here as well, if if I may. Um, your personal thoughts and opinions as far as um, a speech that uh, Joe Biden gave earlier tonight about about you know I did not talking see about it, but I, I only heard about. It. I heard it was pretty good, and I'm glad to see him do that. The thing that pisses me off, though, and I'm sure everyone pisses everyone off, is the jackass today decided to pardon Michael Flynn. Why? Yeah, I read. Why? I read about that. He's trying. He's trying. I can tell you one reason why he's trying to keep make sure that he has somewhat of a decent reputation because he knows he's getting ready to leave office. He's he's tarnished. I mean, I don't know how many. I don't know how many things he 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 he's going to try to do, but I don't yeah. think I don't think and Jamie, I'm sure you would agree with me on that on that note here, but I don't think I think his reputation is pretty much right now tarnished. It's going to take it's oh, going to take a yeah. miracle. Big time, big time. It's going, to, it's going to take a miracle to get him, uh, to get him. Of course, uh, uh, uh. It's going to take some time for him to redeem himself. That's what I want to try to say, because he he has, because he has really pretty much messed himself up here going into this. Oh yeah, big time. Big Technically, time. he's crying like he was crying. He's crying. He was crying like a baby this whole time yeah. here. He pretty much is. One thing. Yeah, and of course, as I said, JD. Of course, obviously, that while a lot of states that Trump was contesting. That eventually decided, just like you said, decided to back off from from uh, this whole thing, and just pretty much said, okay, okay, Biden got him. Fair, there was no wrongdoing, fair, fair and square. Trump's only saving grace, and I said this, you heard me say this last night. His only saving grace, he did gain one state, and that was unfortunately it was my neck of the woods. It was in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That whole shit. Nor he got North Carolina. Yep. But luckily, I wasn't one of those that that gave it to him. So hey, at least I don't have anything to worry about. Yep. Because I, I, JD, JD, you've heard me say this. I'll say it again for the record. I didn't vote for neither him or Biden. Okay, I was playing it safe. I was I was voting for one of the for one of the three other three that was on the ballot. That's who I voted for, and believe it or not, one of them actually got about three or four thousand votes. They actually did got fairly decent. I mean, I'm surprised a lot of people didn't even follow suit and do that. But hey, but there you go. So I mean, because they figured that, um, and you know darn well that if that that you know that if that that Trump is going to try again in 2024, we know this is going to happen. We know that we even heard that Kanye is going to try to run in 2024 again. Yep. I don't, I don't see Kanye. Let me tell you something. I'm surprised that I didn't see in the last four years that JD you can back me up on this. I'm surprised I did not see the word Trump blazing across the White House during Trump's four years there. Think about what happened if Kanye ever did it. He paint that oh, White House God, yeah. gold. God, he God, would paint it gold. Oh then, Lord, then, how you yeah, about and then food? some, and then some, yeah. Oh Lord, have mercy! I mean, who knows? Uh-huh. Hey, I, hey, it would been interesting. To see, it would been interesting to see Jesse Ventura run. I would have voted for him. Yeah, Jesse, I, I know, said he was such. Sorry, talk about making a run. Yeah, yeah. Him, 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 or him, or I know he probably couldn't run, but probably him or Arnold. 
But I'd be interested to see the two guys from the movie Predator in charge of the White House, in charge of the country. Well, that would be funny. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, the Predator and the Running Man. I'm sorry. The Running Man was another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could imagine. Yeah. Next thing, you know, Jesse Ventura would have a big wrestling ring. Uh, would have what? What, 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 what would have a wrestling ring right there in the front lawn in the White House? Oh, God, <laughs> um, yeah, steel cage oh, in oh. front of the South Lawn. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, apparently Matt has given an update here. Um, um, as, as He was talking to John about trying to be on John's show tonight. Uh, but he's telling John that he loved. He, first off, John, he told Mitt that he loves him like – Mitt told John that he loves him like a bro. But he can't be on your show for a while until he's finished selling the new house. Now they're saying his official moving date, I'm talking about Mitt, is December the 10th. Uh, plus, he's also taking it. Or now, JD, you might be able to tell me this. Apparently, somebody in Mitt, some, somebody, somebody that Mitt knows, or I don't know, or, I don't know what does it, Ziggy? He is, yeah, he, you hear him say, yeah, uh, some a close friend of, uh, yeah, Mitt's uh, passed away recently. Yeah, he told me about this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if, I mean, uh, he knows a little bit more than I do. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll definitely. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I'll have to definitely pass. Okay, we'll definitely have to pass along our thoughts and prayers to him there, of course, here as well, uh, gentlemen. Any thoughts before we leave 916 or Revolution here tonight? As far as, of course, any Thanksgiving wishes or anything y'all wish to give? J.D., Justin, please go ahead. No, just everyone enjoy their Thanksgiving. Be safe and be careful tomorrow. I do got a funny thing to close this out with tonight you're going to laugh at, but uh, just be careful. And uh, just uh, mm-hmm. enjoy your uh, turkey tomorrow, guys, whatever you do. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Yeah, I got something to say. Um, I got something to say. Um. I'm thankful that my mom is is home for the holidays. Um, I love my mom very much, and I'm glad we um that she she cooked a good meal for me and for a good meal for um me and all of us and for my my stepfather and uh and um and thank God that uh, and I also think I'm also thankful that we have a new president of the United States. Joe Biden and I'm hope he'll clean up this country, clean up, clean up this country, and, and um, and put and put an end to this this COVID nineteen. Yeah, I can agree. I hope you. I have. And, right. Oh, my mom, my mom cooked. My mom cooked up a really good meal. Well, enjoy. That's the key. Yes, indeed. But, but of course, like I said, you could, but of course, of course, like I said, having family with you on Thanksgiving Day is very essential. That's what makes the holiday what it is. Exactly. And even if you can't have a lot of people right now because of all this going on, that does not mean that does not mean you can still share the moments with people. I mean, tomorrow I'm going to go share it with. I'm I get this, guys. I'm gonna go tell you a little something here too. I'm finally going to get an opportunity tomorrow. And you know how you heard me talk about this. I'm finally gonna get an opportunity to finally see my 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 two great nephews and my great niece tomorrow. 
I've not seen him in see my one my oldest great nephew. I haven't seen him in the last in the last few months. I have not seen my new great nephew and great niece at all ever other than just pictures on Facebook. I get to see them in person tomorrow. So very cool. I'm thankful very for cool. that. That family is very family is most important. And you know, if if Joe Biden like saying we need to be be unified here, you know, he'll definitely put that word united back in the name of our name of our country. Yep, indeed. Again, all I gotta say is JD and Justin would agree. When I see it, I will believe it. But we all we all those who voted for him. You know, this is their decision to make because they're the ones that did the voting. Some didn't vote for him, some, but he, but Joe Biden said it didn't matter to him if they voted for him or not. They hope that, like I said, in time, they would all try to learn to come together and help. Of course, you shouldn't be fighting with each other. You should be fighting against this virus. And I mean, that's what they, we should have been doing all along. And I think, I think it was like I said, a lot of corrupt people in Washington D.C., including <coughs> Trump. Um, really did um, really kind of spearheaded that in my personal opinion. But we'll leave it at that. But anyway, on that note there, guys, I want definitely thank you very much for joining us here this evening for episode 916 of WCWS Revolution. Of course, Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw thanking the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, and the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming who is standing up right now in front of the blinds of his house, dancing dancing up like a storm. No, mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Uh, or join us here tonight on, of course, the revolution before Thanksgiving Day. As J.D. and Justin, of course, did note here, ladies and gentlemen, I will go and sum it up like this. On behalf of everyone here in WCWS, of course, a staple of groups on Facebook, the radio network on TalkShoot.com, Everything involved with WCWUS, of course, I would like to wish everyone a very safe and happy and healthy Thanksgiving Day tomorrow. Please enjoy the day. Spend it with as many people as you possibly can. Uh, just, just, just keep keep your mind clear of every, all the events that are going on right now. Because let me tell you something. This is the day that we need to focus on our own. You need our own, our own, our own routine, and when and and to, to get away from a lot of stuff that's on TV and all that stuff. Let's stop hearing about that for one day. You know what I mean? We don't need to hear all that all for one day. I mean, I mean, like it will pick, it will pick back up. I'm sure starting Friday. I'm pretty sure. But like I said, this is the holidays. This is when we need to start giving a little bit. One of our, our radio stations down here is already playing Christmas music. That right there, if that doesn't get you in the mood, in a festive mood, I don't know what will. But anyway, focus on your family. Focus on Thanksgiving. Focus on spending time together. And start your start your quest to be more unified with that. And if you do that, you'll, you'll, you'll start finding, you'll, you'll, you'll start seeing a humongous difference. I, I guarantee that, and I will promise you. I'm sure JD definitely does concur, and I'm sure Justin does as well. Mm-hmm. So, well, definitely, definitely there indeed. Just, just think about yourself and your family tomorrow. Don't think about anything else that's been going on right now, because the outside world right now, you know, 
there are problems, yes. We can only pray that we deal with these problems in the best way we possibly can, even if we have to go above and beyond. Now, let's just focus on family tomorrow. That's the, the primary thing you've got to work on tomorrow. Be sure to check out all of our pages, of course, here on Facebook with all of our great stuff in it as well. As I mentioned before, everything from Entertainment Cavalcade, Sports Roundup, Game Show Alley, uh, Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past, Power Rangers Protecting the Power, uh, Justin's favorite group, A Gaseous Affair. Of course, there'll be a whole lot of that going on tomorrow after all that eating, but I mean, we, we won't go any further than that. <laughs> yeah. 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 JD's going to probably do that. He's going to probably do that. Go, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, all our wrestling, our wrestling tribute groups as well. Be sure to check out a whole bunch of great wrestling stuff here. Of course, including AEWUS, OVWUS, ROHUS. Um, of course, the Video Vault, uh, Women of WCWUS. Be sure to check all that out there as well. But we got a whole lot of great stuff going on. So check out everything we've got there, indeed. And just enjoy yourself and have yourself a terrific time here, without any problems at all whatsoever <clears throat> since 2015 ladies and gentlemen your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling pop culture and everything in between this is of course one and the only the, w the wcw us radio network happy thanksgiving enjoy your day tomorrow and we hope we can talk to you tomorrow evening for both wrestling debate and nwo wolfpack until then the iceman jared Geronimo has a closing theme to end revolution 916 JD, please go ahead and proceed. Okay, here we go. Gobble, gobble. Okay, is that it there, JD? No, but there's more. There's more. Okay.
That was it. <laughs> Take care and God bless, folks, and happy Thanksgiving. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.